0: In today's episode, I give you an effective and efficient process for studying your online poker hands. Welcome to Smart Poker Study. I'm your host, Sky Matsuhashi, and I want to thank you for spending a bit of your study time with me. Maybe you're walking the dogs, doing the dishes, uh, cooking dinner, Whatever that is, I appreciate you putting me in your ear holes through those earbuds or maybe Beats, headphones, whatever you use. But thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, if you want to get even more out of this episode, you have to go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash hands This is actually the fifth part in a five-part series, obviously, right? all about beginning a profitable online poker journey so if you go to that page once again smartpokerstudy.com slash study your hands five parts there tons of stuff for you to learn and action steps for you to take action on because of course the best way to learn is by taking action action's your greatest teacher And to give you another little incentive to go to today's show notes page, when you go there, you're going to be able to download my 41 statistics and win rates tracker. I'm going to discuss it in this episode here, but it's going to be so useful to help you go through your database to figure out what hands to start studying. Once again, smartpokerstudy.com slash study your hands. All right. So like I said at the beginning, I'm going to help you efficiently and effectively learn from your database of online poker hands. So let's get to it. Gambate! Everybody stay calm. I can handle this. No problem. I know how to deal. License and registration, please. What seems to be the officer problem? So you're on your poker journey, your online poker journey. And if you're just starting it, right, it's amazing to finally have a database of hands to review and learn from. If you made that transition from live to online, you remember it was tough studying those live hands. You have to write everything down the moment after you play it or you're going to forget it all, right? And if you played at a site before you had poker tracker 4... Well, good luck remembering those hands as well. You're dealt so many of them, you're not going to remember the details of who the opponent was, the stack size, how you played the hand, the actions on the streets, all that jazz, right? Now that you have your database of hands, how do you actually use the database? How do you learn from those thousands of hands that you play every week or maybe every month? Well, I'm going to give you a four-step process today that's the most effective and efficient, very simple way to study your online poker hands. Now, it involves, like I said, four steps. So step one is routinely record important statistics and win rates. Step two, review hands from one area of opportunity. Step three, take notes on the mistakes that you make. Step four, work to not repeat those mistakes again. All right, so let's get to step number one, which is routinely record important statistics and win rates. So poker tracker four it saves all your hands and when it does that it also tracks all of your actions and it calculates statistics based on what you do. So for example, it knows that you three bet six point two percent of the time because that's exactly what you've done. It knows you see bet the flop forty percent of the time and on the turn sixty six percent of the time. Poker tracker four also knows that you're profitable when you're three betting because your win rate is positive four hundred twenty three big blinds per hundred hands, but. When you raise and then face a 3-bet and then call, well, your win rate's disastrous at negative 578. These statistics and win rates, they are great insights into your style of play and how your play affects your results. You must track important stats and win rates on a routine basis. I recommend every 5,000 hands or maybe every two weeks. If you're a heavy grinder and you put in 5,000 hands every three days, then go ahead and just record them once per week. Once you get used to it, this whole process is going to take you only five minutes to record the stats and win rates, and then another five minutes to analyze the numbers and to determine your areas of opportunity. So before I give you the 41 most useful stats and win rates to track, let me give you three reasons why this is a vital study method. Number one is that you can only improve what you measure. As you work to improve your skills, the results can be seen in your stats and win rates. So, if you're studying and playing effectively, you're going to see your statistics and win rates improve. If they aren't improving, you aren't improving and you have more work to do. The second reason statistics shine a light on your tendencies. If your opponents use a HUD, they're going to see that you're flop honest, or you only three bet for value, or maybe you call too much on the river. Your stats clue you in on your weaknesses so that you can work to strengthen your game. And the third reason, win rates show you where you're losing money so that you can focus on those areas, those areas of opportunity. You want to target your study efforts around highly negative win rates and persistent negative win rates. All right, so here are the 22 stats and 19 win rates that you must track. I'm just going to rattle them all off here, but you don't have to try to write them down furiously, right? Once again, you can download a special 41 stats and win rates tracker by going to smartpokerstudy.com slash studyyourhands. So first, here are the 22 statistics that you must track. The number of hands played, your currency won, your big blind per 100 hands win rate, VPIP, PFR, raise first in, 2-bet and then fold to 3-bet statistic. You also want to track your call preflop 2-bet statistic as a total, and over the six positions, button cutoff, MP, EP, big blind, and small blind. You want to track 3-bet, attempt to steal, fold to steal, C-bet flop, C-bet turn, fold to flop C-bet, fold to turn C-bet, and then 1 money at showdown after calling on the river. Now here are the win rates that you're going to track, and you find these win rates by filtering for each of these specific situations. So the first win rate is soft flop in position. The second, soft flop not in position. Next, 2-bet pre-flop, and then 2-bet call the 3-bet. Then you want to track your 3-bet win rate. Also, your call pre-flop 2-bet win rate as a total, and then buy those six positions. Once again, button cutoff, MP, EP, big blind, and small blind. You also want to track your win rates when you C-bet the flop, C-bet turn, and C-bet river. Also, when you call the flop c-bet, call the turn, call the river c as well. And lastly, your river call win rate. So that might sound like a lot, 41 stats and win rates, like I said, but once you get used to it, once you do it just one time, maybe two times, it's going to be a really quick process after that. So now that you have your stats and win rates recorded, you want to take a few minutes to review them, and you want to look at those numbers and see what stands out to you. What numbers are in the black? What numbers are in the red? What are too high? What are too low? If you go to the show notes page for today, you'll see uh, a little screenshot right there of these 41 stats and win rates with some sample numbers. So you're going to see that this player's flop c-bet is way too low at 40%. They're a flop honest player, and uh, their opponents can exploit this, right? Next, the winning after calling the river is only at 49%, and the win rate when calling is negative 500 big blinds per 100 hands. Yeah, this player is making way too many poor river calls. The next thing I notice is that they have big losses when they're 2-betting and then calling a 3-bet that's negative 578, so they're calling 3-bets maybe with weak hands, maybe out of position too often, or against strong players who know how to exploit them. And the last area of opportunity I see is that they have huge losses when calling turn and river C bets, uh, calling on the turn negative 1,253, calling that river C bet negative 2,348 big blinds per 100 hands. Yeah, super big losses calling turn and river sea bets, right? This probably means that this player can't find a fold and they're just giving way too much value versus their opponent's sea bets. So those are four really good areas of opportunity for this player to focus on. So, now that we've found four areas of opportunity, that takes us to step number two review hands from one area of opportunity and target it for one full week. Now, it's critical that you target pre flop areas before post flop. This is because plugging pre flop leaks often just naturally helps to fix post flop leaks as well. So, for example, your issues maybe are calling three bets and also calling C bets. Well, If you make better 3-bet calls and you work on that part of your game, you're going to be in a better position to defend against C-bets. And working on 3-bet calling skills naturally helps to improve your 2-bet calling skills, which will then, of course, further help your C-bet calling skills. So let's imagine you want to improve that 2-bet-then-call-3-bet skill. Well, the first step is to filter for these hands in PokerTracker 4 so that you can review them to find your mistakes. Now, the filter has two parts, and you can see a screenshot of this in the show notes. The first part is raised preflop with any two bet. The second part, you called a three bet. So now that you've pulled up a lot of different hands, some winning, some losing, of course, uh, it's time to review 10 to 20 of them. But which hands do you review? A few recommendations big losing hands, big winning hands. Some questionable hand strengths, like you look at the hands you called with, oh my god, I called a 3-bit with jack-9 suited? Maybe a few few hands from each position, right? Take 3 from the button, 3 from the cutoff, and so on. And maybe ugly situations that you spot. You know, you called preflop from out of position, you check-called the flop, the turn, and the river with only a top pair hand. So once you find a hand to review, you simply start with a first review, and it should take about 60 seconds. Just replay the entire hand to see who the players uh, that you're up against, see their statistics, the board cards, the street-by-street actions, the bet sizes, the stack sizes, the pot sizes, and your opponent's final hand. Along the way, you want to ask yourself a few different questions as you review. Here's some uh, four questions that I recommend. Number one, was this a good preflop hand to play? Number two, what mistakes did I make? Number three, could I have folded sooner? And number four, what information did I miss? So you might not be able to answer these questions or even catch your mistakes as you're reviewing hands, but pay attention to what your gut is telling you. When you see a play that feels wrong, it probably is, whether it's the timing of the play, the bet size, the opponents that you're betting against, or your calls, whatever it is. When you feel sick to your stomach... That's a sign of danger, right? Danger, Will Robbins, danger! Your intuition for mistakes will develop over time as you're reviewing more and more hands, so just keep working on this aspect of your game. So after that first 60 seconds of review, do a second review with Flopzilla Pro, and this might take you about two minutes to to do, but uh, start by assigning your opponent a pre-flop range of hands that you logically think they would play this way. Use their player type, statistics, position, the action that they entered the hand with the bet sizing they used. After you build that range in Flopzilla Pro, enter your hand to see the preflop equity that you hold against their range. Is it good? Is it bad? Do you love your equity? Do you hate it? This is your first clue as to whether or not you made a good preflop decision to enter the hand. Now, continue replaying the hand and enter in the flop, the turn, the river. Look at your hand's equity versus their range along the way. Now, doing this equity analysis with Flopzilla Pro, it has two major benefits. Number one is that it's going to train you to always think about your opponent's range. This is going to become a habit that's going to help you make better in-game decisions. And it will develop your understanding of which hands are worthy of playing against different ranges. It's also going to build an intuition for equities, which will also improve your in-game decisions. Alrighty, after the break, we'll get to steps three and four in this process. Today's episode is brought to you by ThePokerForge.com. It's my one-of-a-kind poker training membership site. There are eight masterclass courses for you to learn from, and if you start from the beginning to end, it's going to take you at least 10 months, maybe a full year, to get through all eight of these incredibly dense and useful courses. If you're serious about taking action to improve your skills, thepokerforge.com is the place for you. It's a no-brainer. Visit thepokerforge.com today. And a couple of shout-outs, Tuck Rolf, Michelle Norton, Brian Gutierrez, and Christopher Larenko all purchased Poker Tracker 4 through my affiliate link. They went to smartpokerstudy.com slash pokertracker4. They made sure that the poker site that they play on accepts Poker Tracker 4, and they know already from all the stuff that I talk about. I use PokerTracker4 all the time. They know that this is the best poker tracking software. So they made the purchase, and by doing that, they supported the show because they went through my special affiliate link, smartpokerstudy.com slash PokerTracker4. And for doing that, they received a copy of my SmartHUD for PokerTracker4 as my little gift to them. Speaking of the Smart HUD, Bob Hampton, Rude Averdyke, Jess Rader, David German, and Joseph Jerome all purchased it directly. They already had the best poker tracking software, PokerTracker 4, but they were missing the best HUD in the business, the Smart HUD. So they went to SmartPokerStudy.com/smarthud, checked out all the screenshots, saw it in action, and decided, "Hey, this is the HUD for me." And I'm sure they are benefiting from the Smart HUD. Once again, smartpokerstudy.com slash smarthud. All right, let's get back to steps three and four. So step three is to take notes on any mistakes that you make. So you want to use your poker journal to record those mistakes. Taking note of them is the first step in not repeating them, because those who do not learn from their mistakes are doomed to repeat them. And if you don't write them down, it's very unlikely you're going to learn from them. So maybe you made a mistake by calling a 3-bet with ace-10 suited versus a tight 3-better. Great! I mean, it's a bummer that you made it, but great, you found your mistake! Write this down and add a line or two about why this was a mistake. Was it because you were out of position? Maybe the 3-better had a super tight and way stronger range? Maybe his stack was so small, there was no room to maneuver to get him off the hand post-flop. By seeing the things that made it a mistake, you have a better chance to learn from it so that you don't repeat it. And speaking of not repeating mistakes, that takes us to step number four, work to not repeat those mistakes again. So you've studied 10 or 20 hands, you found a lot of mistakes, you wrote them down, so now it's your job to not repeat them in the future. So I recommend that you you do a five-minute warm-up before your next play session where you read your mistake notes. Also, read your notes on any profitable strategies that you've been studying as well. It's your goal in your next session to make better decisions and to not repeat the same mistakes. Keep your poker journal open as you play so that you can quickly refresh yourself and keep focused on the task at hand of not repeating those mistakes and making better decisions this time. Challenge! Here's my challenge to you for this episode. Get the 41 stats and win rates tracker from the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com/study your hands. And then follow the four steps outlined here. Number one, record the 41 stats and win rates. Number two, review hands from one area of opportunity. Number three, take note of your mistakes. And number four, work to not repeat those mistakes. Spend one full week on one area of opportunity. Do not move on to the next area of opportunity until you see improvements in this one. Now it's your turn to take action and dippy dippy do something positive for your poker game. Oh, that's it now. Get out there and be somebody. Go write a book. Alrighty, poker peeps. Your learning isn't complete until you go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash hands and you download the 41 Stats and Win Rates tracker and, of course, get to work on it. Once again, if you're down with taking action to improve your skills and your poker bankroll, you have to become a PokerForge.com member. Just go to ThePokerForge.com right now, check out all the deets on what the membership has to offer, and I guarantee you're going to want to sign up. I'll see you on the inside. Once again, ThePokerForge.com. Until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player that you want to be.